Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, 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 people, we're back again. Raps on TV, reporting fresh out of London. Um, quiet weekend in the boxing scene, but we're back, as usual, uh, to talk the best things in po- boxing. Um, here with a guest today. Um, my mic just went out, so I was looking at the engineer. Um, but no, we're here with a, we've got a guest joining us today, Combo Nation, um, former guy, guest that's been on the show previously, uh, manager representing uh, some great UK talent. Um, looking forward to discussing some things with you today, but welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, man. It's good to be back, man. Good, good, good. Um, and obviously, I'm here with my co-host, Tom. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, good, coach. Good to be back. Um, I mean, last year was all about uh, millions. This year is all about billions. Billions. So, yeah, it's good to <laughs> good to be back again, roll over, and, um, yeah, just dive straight into uh, the weekend's action. And, I mean, there's only really one place to start. As I say, the one place you've got to start is letting people know the phone number to call. Oh, so, it's, it. I'll just let everybody know. Obviously, thank you for all the support, YouTube, Instagram, growing um, a lot more activity on social media this week. But the number to call for the p- future or the present is 01506-243-403. If you want to have your message heard, your voice heard, your opinion discussed, that's the number to call, 01506-243-403. So, guys, Tom, I'll let you get, get back into it. Yeah, so uh, Furman uh, returned uh, to the ring on the weekend, uh, his first defence back for his uh, WBA uh, welterweight crown. And, I mean... Um, from my perspective, he uh, boxed superbly. Um, did show sort of a bit of ring rust, a few vulnerabilities that Lopez was able to have relative success with. Uh, but largely impressed uh, with his performance. Um, was able to kind of watch it back uh, Sunday night and uh, dissect the fight round by round. Uh, but just kind of a general summary. Um, yeah, just good good lateral movement, good head movement, and just all the signs of a, a champion returning from a two-year layoff. Yeah, no, definitely an entertaining fight. Um, I think, obviously, he won, uh, con- as I say, convincingly, but it was a really great fight. I think the seventh round, it was kind of a man down. Steve Willis performed some additional entertainment with the ref's faces. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I have to say, overall, with Thurman, for me, I think for coming back into this as his sort of, like, out of his layoff, I thought it was a mm. good test. You know, a lot of guys would have gone for easier opponents, Um he definitely, like I said, went into deep waters with Lopez. Lopez yeah. is a bit underrated. I mean, what do you think? No, I think he controlled the fight very well. Yeah. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, he, he controlled the fight with his jab. Mm. He was landing the more cleaner shots, in yeah. my opinion, as well. So, yeah. yeah, considering, like you said, the time that he's had off, mm-hmm. it's been a good comeback. You yeah. wouldn't think that he's been uh, he's had that time off, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think he's uh, ready to step back in at the elite level? The likes of Spence Crawford. Do you kind of look at that performance and think 
two years out of the ring, you'd expect like Fury did when he returned a bit of uh, ring rust to shake off. But yeah, definitely. But I think um, Furman is a he is a top class fighter. Uh, he should he should step up um, and keep going as he is. There's no need to um, take the walking stages again, as as you would put it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, as well, you kind of look at the the landscape at welterweight. You've got the likes of Sean Porter, who obviously took that that vacant belt away from Thurman, who relinquished it before his uh, his injuries. But um, in terms of a Pacquiao fight, is that something you kind of look at as uh, the next step for Thurman before he does chase those kind of marquee names in the division? Yeah, to be honest, you know what. I think Furman would beat Pacquiao, you know. I think he's strong enough, he's smart enough, you know. So, yeah, it'll be interesting and it'll be a good win on his record, won't it? Yeah. And, I mean, we're going to go into a lot more detail about what kind of work you've been doing. Um, a large part of the kind of the, the combo nation um, periphery, particularly in Europe and America, but that expansion and the the, the build of uh, your profile. Just kind of tell me how uh, you particularly got involved in boxing and started working with these uh, high calibre of uh, names. Oh, it's, it's, it's a mad story. Yeah, I started with um, events promotion and artist promotion to begin with. At the same time, I was doing amateur boxing at the Fisher um, ABC. And then, um, yeah, I didn't, you know how boxing is. I wasn't serious about it. Had a few injuries along the way, so I found it hard coming back. Yeah. But um, Chris, Chris Congo, as you all know, he's always been a close friend of mine. So it's not just in boxing, he's a friend out of boxing as well. So, yeah. Um, He's always been around me, even even through his amateur career. So um, he's been promoted anyway mm-hmm. by me. From just naturally, everyone's taken an interest into him being a boxer. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't that thing at the time. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of artists even took interest in him. The work you were doing. So yeah. So basically, by the time he did turn pro, a lot of people knew about him. Mm-hmm. It helped with his fan base and yeah, continue to grow from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um yeah, just to to, to, to touch on that, um obviously with Chris Congo, he's been in some no matter what he's been in, he has he's not massively known in terms of household name, but he's done some good things in terms of ITV box office, fighting on Haymaker, fighting on matchroom cards, and yeah. he's a skilled opponent. It's one of those guys that's quite dangerous actually. Um a lot yeah, of people yeah, kind Chris, of see Chris him as a big Chris threat. Is definitely seen as a big threat. He's a big no, threat. It's not, it's not easy finding him the right fights yeah. to step up to the next level, you know. So, yeah. and in terms of the obviously, so for those of you that don't know, um, a combination have signed a partnership deal with uh, About Billions, which is Adrian Broner's promotional team. Um, I think the number one question everyone wants to know is how did how did he get started? Like, how did that come around? Uh, you know what? Just. I won't reveal all, but yeah, it started, it started with just brief conversations from about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, at the same time, my partner, Caesar, mm-hmm. he was uh, talking to, at the time, he was talking to Ravon, mm-hmm. and I was talking to Littlehead. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we both came to an agreement. But um, what happened was we all, we all took time. We agreed mm-hmm. that, yeah, one day it's going to happen. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, mm. don't worry. We'll keep in touch with you. All of that. And yeah. you, to be fair, I just thought, you know what? These are dream selling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
For, um, like one of those package holidays exactly. you kind of you look at you know when you go to Ibiza and they're kind of like selling the fire you a drink festival, fire, right? fire festival exactly. you know what I'm saying but yeah no, nah, I thought you know what these are dream selling man yeah so I thought I remember Ravon used to always be like to me yeah send me an email send me this send me that and I used yeah. to think but nothing's happening what's coming of it yeah, yeah. So, and you know what you can't just look focus on one thing so as it goes you have a long term goal as well right yeah you know what I'm saying so the ball kept rolling it was just it was just an idea mm. to begin with, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the ball kept rolling, ball kept rolling. Then came December. I remember it was like two days before Christmas. Mad. And did you kind of have to be a bit persistent with it? Um, I mean, kind of reaching out to a massive global brand. You see Adrian Brown and the stuff that he's... Do you he's... know what? I wouldn't say too persistent. That I'd say one thing Ravon said to me, as everyone knows him, is 60-40. Mm. Um... CEO, CEO of about billions, if for everyone that doesn't know. Yeah. But yeah, um, one thing he said to me, it wasn't just about the consistency and it wasn't about what he sees. It was the conversations that we held. And um, he's like, you know what? You're really smart. You're really smart. I remember he said that to me, you're really smart. And yeah, we won't go into the conversations that we had, but we had some good ideas that benefited both of us and um yeah the ball kicked off from there um and what helped it happen was the delay really was on their side finding the footing the right footing it was about taking time and it couldn't be a rush thing it was a it was a power move in it so we've all i've known for a little while that was going to happen it was just nothing to talk about but the our Heyman move with ITV a massive move yeah that 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 benefited this agreement yeah so it found they had a leg to stand on in the UK basically so we kicked it off from there so now for all the boxers listening we've got a chance to take over to the states now so yeah and and that, and obviously finishing on that i mean that's a key point um getting guys the ability to be able to fight over in the states i mean how possible is that? If, if we've got, you know, a lot of amateurs, professionals that aren't getting a break with the big stable houses, mm. how should they contact you, number one? Do you um, know what? It, it's mad to say, but... Uh, it, we're, we're, we're like... Cool, we're looking to work with the best of the best, to be honest. Mm. There's no point beating around a bush. Yeah. So if we look at you and discover your planet, your... Oh, your planet, your... Your talent, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Your talent, then yeah, we'll work with you from there. But yeah, you ain't got to be nothing too special, but at least potential or something. You know what I'm saying? It's not. And at the same time, it's not just me yeah. looking out for the talent. I've got a lot of eyes out there and a lot of people that ring me and be like, "Oh, look, look at look at this guy. Take this guy. What do you, can you do for him?" And people find me, contact me themselves, see me at shows, say the same thing. So there's a, everyone's always got a chance, you know, because. At the end of the day, who would have thought about billions would have gave me a chance? So I'm not going to be hypocritical and not give others a chance. Yeah, and that's clearly obviously a testament to your uh, your work ethic. And I mean, you touch on a good point there. It's not necessarily all about the talent, how you facilitate and nurture that talent, but also you've got to have that work ethic, that drive. And you obviously clearly share the same sentiment with um, your partners uh, overseas, and that's kind of how they've reached out to you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's more than just the talent. It's definitely... Like, come on, you see a lot of boxes. I know, I know some quality boxes, 
but they don't put the work in or they're just not bothered about it or they haven't been managed you know what I'm correctly. saying but a lot, at the same time a lot of them feel that they haven't had the right promoter believe in them yeah so that's been a big issue yeah and now uh, I think to be honest from what I see and what I know so far mm. ITV are actually giving boxers the opportunity mm. to showcase their talent yeah and, and step up so I think that would be a threat to other promoters because mm. now they're going to have to open up their doors, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. let others through, otherwise... Because you can't... It has no to be a mixture, moaning. right? Like it has every, to be a mixture. In my opinion, mm. all these promoters are moaning about um, Al Heyman's taking all the boxes, he's doing this, he's doing that, but there must be a reason. Yeah. Clearly. Not every box, not a, bo- a boxer's not just going to leave just for the sake of leaving, whether it be the money... Whether it be better deal over there, promoters, other promoters are then gonna have to step up their game. That's how I see it. It's chess. Yeah, it's a lot. Chess. There's a lot of com- uh, competition out there, and I mean, as well, I suppose, kind of the the diversity of networks and broadcasters. It kind of adds to the growth of the sport. But um, particularly with this kind of new deal that's um, arose uh, with yourself and your partners uh, overseas, um, what kind of confidence do you think that kind of exclaims to? these other kind of um, broadcasters and, I mean, just in general, kind of working together, showing that the, the UK is on Do the map. Um, within that part of the conversation that we had with them like a year and a half ago was that mm. it was just, it was the obvious, it was the inevitable. So I used to even think to myself, how can I see it? And there's people that have been in the game a lot longer than me and a lot more skillful than me can't see it so it's either stubbornness and being hard-headed yeah or i don't know but if i can make it happen and i'm sure they can make it happen you know what i'm saying yeah and uh, back to the domestic scene uh, with chris congo he's obviously made that transition between kind of you know learning his apprenticeship um as he started his pro career and now he's moving on to major title contention without all these uh, networks and broadcasters what how many more obstacles do you think chris would have to overcome if he didn't uh, wasn't given this platform such as itv box office and other uh, opportunities to fight on the uh, the mainstream shows um what if there was no if there was no kind of um affiliation with for anyone or for chris and yeah i suppose you can kind of touch on for everyone but but chris specifically um having known him for a long time uh for chris it would have been hard it would have been hard and i think the good thing is he did get on tv and it opened him up to a lot more people so that could be the promoter's mistake as well by putting him on there but yeah (laughs) you know how it is it's like i say some things are the inevitable and you can't hide someone like that yeah, I suppose as well, kind of taking the opportunity when it comes. Yeah, Chris is hard work and he's a patient person as well. That's one thing I love about Chris. He's very patient. Like by now, you've got boxers moaning. Like Chris hasn't even boxed for the Southern area yet. Yeah, but he's he's still sitting there. He's waiting patiently, you know, and the right thing will come for him. And showing the signs and the DNA of a of a major player in the the division title um, aspirations. I mean, he's touched on numerous interviews that we've done with him uh, on the small scene. When you know he hasn't had the backing, um, he hasn't had the the support. I mean, he's had to kind of grow his own fan base off his own back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Chris has definitely grown his own fan base. Uh, obviously, the shows, the other shows have helped um, with outside. But like I said, 
earlier, Chris has been building up his um he's been building up a, his fan base from since he was an amateur. I remember his first fight as a professional him alone was like three hundred and fifty tickets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that shows so numbers are only gonna get bigger. Friends, family and people that are just watching for the sport. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's it's a patience thing, isn't it? Everything could come in time and no rush. Yeah. And a close as a close friend, a mentor, whatever you kinda wanna describe your relationship with Chris, um, if you were to say map out three fights uh, this year I um, mean, you said that, well, he hasn't uh, fought for the uh, Southern area. Is that something on his hot list uh, to get the first major belt and then kind of propel onto? Sure, we don't, uh, Chris will take any fight, to be fair. Chris will fight from the, take any fight. But right now, he he's looking at top five, nothing less than top ten, to be honest. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but a few times he's called out Frankie Gavin. Yeah. He wants to fight with Frankie Gavin badly. He wants to fight with Josh Taylor. Um, not Josh Taylor, Josh Kelly, sorry. Um, which he had rivalry with back in the day when he was an amateur in the ABA finals. Mm. Um, yeah, so like I say, top top five, top five. And uh, kind of taking it back, um, kind of a few years, um, having worked with Isaac Chamberlain, another kind of major player in the uh, the cruiserweight uh, landscape. Um, talk to me a bit about how. Um, that relationship kind of started, but um, yeah, just kind of his, the impact kind of you've had on boxers from when they have made that um, stage where they fight, they fought journeymen to to kind of learn their trade and then step up and you know, fight. That's mad, Isaac, Isaac, oh, it's crazy. I remember, yeah, um, Isaac was a pro mm. while well, I was an amateur. And I remember training in um, um, Pro SW gym in Loughton. Um, Coley used to train there himself as mm. well, funny enough. But yeah, I was training there and I remember Isaac saw on Instagram that I was with Tony Conquest and he DM'd me one time. He's like, oh, can you help get me sparring? I was like, all right, cool, I'll put the word in for you. See you in it. But I, I, I used to watch Isaac as a professional and then I remember one time seeing him, he was like, yeah, I was kind of then him and Chris got in the same stable Isaac obviously saw what was going on with Chris and yeah, we made the same thing happen with him. Yeah. I started working with him, the fight that he won the Southern area with Wedding Wedding Camacho, yeah. Fight of the year. Yeah, it popped shoulder out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, kind of, as like we were talking about, kind of that um, working with the domestic level fighters and also then kind of having that stardom now that you've got the chance to. uh, work with some of the, the best talent and then kind of push them on, give them that um, that global recognition, that international um, exposure and fan, fan base. How exciting is the next, say, 12 to 18 months for you personally and working collectively with a, a very reputable, incredible uh, stable? Oh, no, definitely, definitely. Right now, the, the year is just looking really exciting mm. for us on this side, to be honest. Like, there's a lot to draw up, a lot of plans to draw up. There's mm. a lot of things to execute. Like, mm. But yeah, like I said in it, patience and time by time, slowly, slowly, you'll see everything reveal. Yeah, yeah, um, we're definitely looking forward to seeing the, the rise. And um, you like, as Tom said, it's a great opportunity uh, to work with such a brand. So yeah, no, like seriously, they're 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 out for a lot of um, young talent. They're mm. out for they look. They got their eye on a lot of fighters in the UK. Mm. 
they got a lot of what's their opinion? I mean, I, I guess when you when you had the conversation, what's their opinion of UK fighters and UK fans or, or, or boxing? You know what? Over here? They love the UK fans, you know. Yeah. They <laughs> they when every time I speak to Six, he's like, Yeah, this is the Mecca of boxing, you're living in the Mecca of boxing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They can't wait to come over. Yeah, so for atmosphere, right? Yeah, they will they will be over very, very soon. Mm. Very soon. Yeah, no, we're, in, we're yeah, looking forward to seeing them. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, the main man, um, is he the one that signs the checks? <laughs> Everybody knows he's about billions, so we want to know that is 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 they too A-B. much too much sauce. Yeah, A B. You know what? A B is an interesting character. He's mm. an interesting character. You know what? He's good hired. Um, it's hard to explain A B. You know. It's hard, like, I can't say he puts it on for the camera. Yeah. Because it is him. Mm. But he's not this flashy, arrogant person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When he's when you speak to him, he's level-headed. He, he's quite intelligent in what he's talking about. Mm. Um, he's got his mindset on other mm. things. Yeah. Not just boxing. He's mm. very business minded. Yeah. Well, to be fair, their whole camp is very business minded. Yeah. They're, they're, they've got their hands on more than just boxing. Yeah. So, yeah, they plan to bring a few of those things over here as well. So, okay. like I said, it's more than just boxing. Yeah. So, so do you kind of share um, the, the kind of view that maybe perhaps the work that's been put in behind closed doors, that business um, credential, uh, that kind of Adrian Broner's shown um, particularly having you know know, getting to know him working now with uh, closely um, alongside do you think that kind of doesn't portray his character to the the wider boxing fraternity do you think the things that he's concentrating on behind closed doors will probably reveal him more as a a person yeah no definitely definitely you know what Embry's still young everyone forgets that he's Mm. still young you know that what do you do when you give a young guy so much money, you know? Yeah. AB's been in the million bracket since the age of 21, you know mm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's a fair point. One, one thing someone explained to me, I can't remember where it was, that you have to think he's he's boxed all his life mm. from, let's say, the age of eight years old. He's, he's probably been in most competitions mm. as an amateur. Mm. Now, when he's got to the age of 21... He's got all that money. Mm. He's missed out on all that childhood. Mm. He's now catching up with it, mm. in in a sense. Yeah, yeah. You know he's, what I'm saying? He's, he's now himself. it's now time that he's having. Yeah. All right. It, people look at it as the wrong time mm. because of your career. Yeah. But it's just caught up with him now, and yeah. he's just just living and doing what he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, um, as you said, he's an interesting character. I think the thing is with Brown, I think actually. You know, people want to. I say they want to see him do well, but I think you know if we're going to talk about the Pacquiao performance, I think people kind of always feel let down because it's like you've seen him do more, um, but we just don't know what happens. Um, but ultimately, you know, we said last week, regardless of him losing, he's still a big name, he's still a pay per view fighter. Like he's gonna, if the, like you said, if he comes to the UK, people are gonna be like Adrian Broner's in town. Yeah, um, you sign him with him, I mean, he's one of the few guys. That can set up a promotional company because he's got clout. He's got a name. Um, course, course. Even if, 
you know, you look at an Errol Spence Jr., he can't set up a promotional company, you know. He, you, he has, funny enough. I, I know he's doing it independently, but it's not the same. When I say can't, it's not the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not going to lie, it's coming as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming as well. It's crazy because it's all the same circles. So yeah. Errol yeah. Spence to Javante, mm. Robert Easter. Yeah. And then, you know, shout out Desto and... Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a few others. Yeah, because I know Charlo was saying with the Lions only stuff as well. He was looking at yeah, uh, yeah the they're, Charlo they're, brothers. Their circles very tight. Yeah, very tight, very tight. So like I don't know. I haven't really got into the political sides with them. Like <laughs> yeah, tried it. with other stuff like like for Javante Davis. So because mm-hmm. a lot of people have asked me about that as well. So who's Javante with A B or maybe mm, yeah? Mm. You know what? I'll be from what I've heard, from what I've heard, mm. can't say hundred percent. But mm. AB did spot Javante Davis first. Yeah, and whilst he was grindy about building his promotions, Brandy mm. gave him to Mayweather mm. to basically baby him through. Yeah, and now he's taking him back. Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they get on a lot better anyway, so it's kind of I want it to be expected, but it's not a surprise really. They, you look at the relationship between Brona and. Davis, Tank Davis, compared to Tank and Mayweather, it's not it's not the same. Um, yeah, so hopefully he guides him in his career well, and yeah, we look forward to seeing what comes next. Yeah. So um, this weekend we got the matchroom card, um, slightly busy action. I think for me the fight of the night is definitely Craig Richards versus Jake Ball. Um, obviously yeah. Cheeseman is there representing against um, Garcia uh, for European Super Well um, welterweight. Um, but let's 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 start with. Uh, Jake Ball versus Craig Richards. Um, his fight's finally come around after yep. being postponed twice. Um, interesting one because Craig Richards has kind of gone up in 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 weight to kind of challenge um, against Jake Ball, who's had an up and down career. When we got knocked out quite early on one of Ohio Davis's card, um, but then he's come back um, to put himself in a much better position. How do you see this fight going? I think it's a culmination of things. Um, I mean, the kind of period from when the fight was first announced right through till um, kind of now that the fight's materialised. Mm-hmm. I think Richards particularly has shown that he can adjust um, to any scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, being called, I mean, for less than a week's notice to fight Buglioni. Yeah. And that was his asset test. He yeah. went the 12 rounds. He gave a great account of himself. I just think that with that, the experience that he's gained from fighting a, a top domestic level, mm. uh, fringe European level contender, mm-hmm. and also the fact that Ball's kind of not really had the same caliber of fights, and also with the injury as well, you kind of don't know how that's going to play out. I just think um, tenacity and uh, pressure is going to be the difference on the night. Mm-hmm. Jake Ball has kind of shown glimpses that he can't really use his range to affect mm-hmm. um, against kind of mid journey level. Uh, and that's no disrespect, mid-journey level uh, opponents. So I think Richards will edge it on points. Um, but I think it'll be a great fight early on. I think you could possibly see a knockdown or two. But I think Richards, in all, uh, has the better attributes, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know what? It's going to be a good fight, man. I'll be watching the banter on yeah. social media exactly. as well. And you, you need that as well <laughs> to build up a bit of domestic rivalry. That Craig's team's just taking a piss, man. They're just <laughs> out there with the wanted posters and stuff, you know. But yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's good because it's, it's good stuff. It's gonna be a good fight. Mm. Um, yeah, me personally, I'm, that's what that's the fight I'm going for. That and, yeah. and Cheeseman, like, exactly. Cheeseman, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, I think for it's a clean sweep. Um, I'm also backing Richards to to win this one. I think it will be a tough fight. Um, I think Ball won't lie down easily. Um, but I think. Yeah, uh, Richard is a smart fighter. He's slick. 
Um, he's fast as well. So for me, <clears throat> I can see him getting to a points win. Um, but yeah, moving on to Cheeseman. Um, he's coming off a good victory against the senior Byfield. Um, I thought that was a great fight. He showed um, a bit of resolve, a little bit of intelligence as well. I think Cheeseman's slightly underrated. Um, what do you guys make of this fight against Garcia? Yeah, I mean, he's quite a compact mm. fighter. He's shown that he can uh, he can fight on the inside, he can fight at range. And I think now he's completed his his apprenticeship at domestic level. Um, he's kind of bypassed the, the English, the Commonwealth uh, straps. And, I mean, in terms of um, his experience, like I said, with Richards, he's had that asset test. Carson Jones was Cheeseman's asset test. Yeah. Um, even though he was kind of coming to the back end of his, his career, he wasn't really at his peak. Mm. I still think Cheeseman weathered the storm and he showed that he can, you know, bite down the gum shield and mm. go through that uh, level of intensity and pace. Yeah. So... Mm. I think even Byfield was a little bit as well. I know Byfield came out and said he was injured, but Byfield's always been a tricky customer. So to show that you've got the ability to like yeah. work out his skill set was 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 a great was a great performance in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, kind of what I mean, what's your perspective on Cheeseman's kind of rise? Uh... Cheeseman was a good fight. Man. Yeah, he's a good fight. He's uh, underrated, right? Like yeah. I said, you know, I've watched Cheeseman from when he was an amateur as well. He's he's always been good. Man. Yeah, he's. He, He's got, he's got, I won't say kind of like a Warrington, but he's just got that ability to just put pressure, fighters under pressure. He's yeah, always he's coming got, forward. He's got, he's got a good engine on him as yeah, well. Yeah, right? I, I, you know people say, oh yeah, but he's not skillful, skillful or silky, but he doesn't need to be. He knows what his skill set is. He's got a good jab. He's always a coming coming forward. Um, and for me, I think, yeah, he's, he's underrated. I think he is in a tough division um, because, you know, when you look at the world level, um, he might potentially come up short but he's young you know and who's to say that he needs to have world titles this year mm. it could be next year or the year after you know and just build up a bit of a fan base which he's got a lively fan base whenever you watch yeah, him fight Bermondsey boy, uh, boy exactly so um, yeah I, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, fight and I think yeah that plus the sort of Craig Richard Jake Balls is the highlights for me um, and uh, in terms of the other fights um, who else would you be looking out for and that obviously Coley's fighting I think the opponent's recently been named I'm not sure not familiar with him though. Um, yeah, got a Coley, um, we've got Charles Frankham, uh, Felix Cash. So yeah, it should be a lively night. Huh? John John Doherty as well. Someone I'm like um, enjoying watching at the moment. Yeah, he's got a very good uh, flair to his uh, his fighting style. What division is that? Uh, I believe it's. Um, I think super. It might be super well. I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. All right, uh, All might right. be completely well, off. Yeah, 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 you're not. On <laughs> but yeah, no, just um, yeah. I mean, like you said, those names. Uh, Felix Cash, uh, first major title step up. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a major player at middleweight. Mm. Um, and I think as well, he's kind of got that Commonwealth title at the perfect time. You've got obviously the likes of Mark Heffron, uh, Liam Williams stepped up mm-hmm. uh, to win the British. So yeah, there's some big fights out there for. Uh, for him in 2019. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Some, some big fights. Some huge fights. Um, and, uh, yeah, going back to um, the Thurman card, um, we had Karanaki make his, uh, not really a debut, but he was uh, on ITV. It was his, his debut against Gerald Washington. Um, yeah. Karanaki's now building up a bit of steam. He's obviously beaten, um, he's beaten Washington now, previously beat Charles Martin, um, both by stoppages. Um, doesn't look the greatest of every way. It's a bit of a butter bean but um, he's, he seems to have the power. Um, what did you make of his performance and uh, I think what do you see him doing in the, the division? I think he can now claim that he can uh, walk, the, the, walk the earth like a god. I mean, after those two, uh, two performances. But no, I think in all seriousness, he's a major player. He's got good power. Um, I think he's, he's not the most mobile. Uh, he's quite flat-footed, um, yeah. like most conventional uh, heavyweights. But 
not to say that he doesn't throw his shots efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you compare his performance to Wilder's account against Washington, you think, wow, this guy can punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not he's not afraid uh, to take two on the chin to give one back. Yeah. So he's, he's willing to come forward. Yeah. But I think then again, at the elite level, uh, you can't really stay in the pocket too long yeah. and get but caught. So, But to be fair, I mean, I'm not saying Martin or Washington are great fighters, but if you want to make your way as a name, establish yourself, I think, you know, he's got himself to a position I could, personally, I could see if Joe Joyce beats Devane, which you would expect. I think uh, Joe Joyce versus Karen Aker would be a great fight because fight. they're both kind of, you know what I mean, the similar level where Joe Joyce, those only eight fights, we know he's got Olympic ped- pedigree um, and Kaunaki's making a name for himself. So that would be really interesting if they can make that um, that make that fight happen. But yes, unlikely. Um, so in terms of a f- threat or, or or a serious contender, who who do you think, uh, do you think Kaunaki could beat any of the top five currently? Um, I still kind of feel that the top four has kind of been solidified mm-hmm. over the last 12 months. Uh, Fury, Wilder, AJ and White. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think... I'd I'd like to see him fight um, Michael Hunter. That'd be a good fight. Okay. I mean, I think there's kind of two brackets to the heavyweight division. Mm. You've obviously got the elite guys at the yeah. top, and then you've got those kind of sub subdivision mm. of fighters: Joyce, mm-hmm. Stavern, yeah. uh, Ortiz. Even I would have said Ortiz top five. Top he's... five. Yeah, I would have said, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And mm. um, I mean, yeah, just those fights all need to happen then, because I mean, mm. at this t- moment in time, the heavyweight division is in a bit of a a bit of a mess, really, with all this. Uh, who's going to fight AJ next, who's yep. going to fight, is this rematch going to happen? So mm-hmm. I think all the guys below are probably looking at it thinking, if I can make a major statement on a major platform, then that will you know, elevate me to get a, a big shot. So I'll yeah. have to wait and see how it unfolds. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the heavyweight di- division at the moment, David? Uh, right now, I think I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'll start with like George Dress. Mm. I think he's very he's a quiet mm. one coming up. Yeah. You, know? you think he can make a name for himself this year? Yeah, no, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. I think this year George Dress will be will yeah. be up there with with the top. Yeah. Hundred percent. I yeah. can see him even getting a title. Um, oh really? Yeah, no, definitely. I think he's in the mix. And, okay. Uh, I mean, this Devon one's going to be interesting because. If he stops the van early, I just I see Joe struggling to get fights a little bit. I just think people are gonna look at him and think, is it worth fighting him? Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if Dillian White would fight him. Do you know what I mean? I think Dillian White would look at Joe Joyce and say, why am I fighting Joe Joyce right now? For yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not that he's afraid, obviously, because White's on it. But yeah, I think Joyce has got good skill. Um, I just feel I don't know with him. I'm just in between on the basis of I just don't know how. Like I just think people are going to be afraid to fight him until and because he's not young as well. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think he could. It would be interesting to see what he does this year. Um, the time is definitely against him, and I can kind of see there's a bit of you know he's got that amateur style. Which mm. do we know has he been able to implement enough for the, from that um, pro style that yeah. we kind of allude to? The, the few pro fights he's had, yeah. So um, I think that'll be good. Um, Mungia versus Inoue was also t- was also on the cards last weekend. Um, yeah. I think Jamie McGee is obviously making a real name for himself after he beat uh, Liam Smith. Um, I have to say, I thought it was a re- relatively decent fight. I think Inoue really surprised me. Um, not that he looked like he was going to beat uh, McGee, but more from his throwing some big shots. Like there were a few rounds where they were just going back and forth, like a real mm-hmm. slugfest. Um, so yeah, I think it was a good good performance from Munguia. Um What do you see him doing next in in the division? Um, I'll let you. Or you got Heard, because obviously you want to talk about the champions, who else is in the division. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Heard fight would be a good uh, good fight. I mean, mm. those unifications are kind of the ones that get your uh, your juices flowing, yeah. really get you put bums on seats. So yeah. 
yeah, man, the herd fight is always going to be there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, because herd seems to kind of. I mean, this Charlo fight is probably not going to happen now, obviously, mm. after losing the, yeah. He's the got fight. He's rematch with Harrison. Rematch well. with Harrison. Yeah. So we'll see how that uh, that goes. But um, now, nah, hopefully, like all the divisions, they just uh, the best step up and fight the best. Mm-hmm. And we see there's one, you know, kingpin at each um, at the top of each division. That would mm. be the ideal situation. That's that's the, the that's what we want to see. I mean, because Fury's just come in. I'm sorry, Fury. I'm talking about um, the heavyweights. Yeah, but uh, Heard. Um, and Gia, um these guys, you still got um, the Cuban guy, that lot that heard beat Lara. Lara yeah. He's still there, competitive. Um, I mean, I, I don't think Kel Brook's going to really do anything in that division, but yeah, um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, but again, that's what Cheeseman is trying to aim to, which is really is, is going to be tough for the next sort of, two years. Um, yeah. um, guys, let's talk about um, some news that we heard this week. Uh, George Groves retiring, um, called an end uh, to his career. Uh, very... Uh, long but respectful note on the social media talking about his decisions and reasons why. Um, talk about George Gray, George Groves um, in terms of his career and what he has done, you know, his contribution to British boxing. Yeah. Either uh, one of you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a massive respect for Groves. I think he's called it at the right time. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to like to see him go on for too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in a lot of tough fights, um, a lot of concussive knockouts kind of that haven't favoured him. Uh, yeah. The Froch fight would have taken... I mean, bundles out of him. Uh, the Badu Jack defeat would have been very disheartening as well. Mm-hmm. I think then just to top that, the the Smith win. Uh, you see a guy that's kind of come up through the through the the ladder um, and has not really um, had that breakout fight that he he had. And I mean, the WBSS was probably the perfect solution for for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a great way for Groves to end that chapter yeah. of his career paid very well yeah. can retire happily now mm. so he's got a young family so mm. you wouldn't like for any fight you see like the likes of Adonis Stevenson I mean God willing he yeah. makes a good uh, recovery yeah, but but even I mean closer to home you just look at Gutnick I Gutnick, do think yeah. that had an impact on his decision a lot well. of mental mental yeah. kind of effect on him as well yeah yeah. and then for you Groves I think Groves Groves yeah like you said I suppose yeah he left at the right time mm. there's no point going um into a, a deep career yeah. and taking risks, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, he's had the respectable mm. fights. He's yeah. built a, a good enough name. Exactly. He's won good fights. He's been there now. You mm. know what I'm saying? He can, yeah. He, he, he accomplished winning the title in the end, didn't he? So exactly. Yeah. He featured enough for the WBA. I think it was, yeah. yeah. I'd say Groves has made good enough income you know, yeah. to leave, so... Yeah, I definitely think I agree with you on that. I think Groves, you know, even when you look back and, I mean, he probably won't get the credit for it, but if you think about the the Groves-Froch or the Froch-Groves fights, really, that kind of, like, set the fire for British boxing again because around that time, there wasn't much happening. There was a few names, but that was really, like, a huge fight that was coming up. Um, and um, for me, um, I would say that he definitely contributed to kind of just kicking that pay-per-view, getting big fans interested. You look at Wembley, hadn't been done for a long time, yeah. and they filled that in. Um, obviously, he got a belt, but he's also had some tough competition. You look at Badu Jack, uh, even a Chudanoff fight, you know, going into that, Chudanoff was highly respected and was seen as a knockout artist. So, yeah, I think it's the right time. Um, not sure how much the shoulder injury we will have to do with it, but, yeah, I think he's quite shrewd Groves although he doesn't get credit for it I think he's quite shrewd you look at how he's done his management switches coaches when it's needed to yeah. kind of change things up change things up so yeah I think for me um, it's definitely the right time um, 
Would we have liked to have seen a DeGale fight again? Mm, I'm not so sure. Um, I think DeGale, if he doesn't beat Eubank, because I think that is a close fight, DeGale might have to call it time as well. So, yeah. He's already said he'll call it time, hasn't he? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe if they, I mean, if DeGale, whether he loses or not, maybe they can both sit down, maybe have a game of chess boxing or something like that. <laughs> nah, they, don't get, no, get, see <laughs> they don't get on. Plus, yeah. they're Arsenal <laughs> Chelsea, so like they fight, it's proper north and south. Yeah, northwest, southwest. <laughs> a lot, a lot of hostility there. Yeah, yeah. so um, but I think for me, Groves he's had a great career. Um, you can look back on it, and you know, obviously, um, I heard the IFL interviews coming out tonight. So yeah, we look forward to to more details. But I think you can look back on his career and and be really happy. Um, and if you like touch on the the transition he made uh, between uh, Fitzpatrick and uh, mm. McGuigan, would you have guys? Would you guys have liked to seen him maybe team up with McGuigan a lot earlier? Do you think yeah. he could have yeah. gone on to achieve yeah. a lot more? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. I uh, the Fitzpatrick. I mean, well, I've never understood it to be yeah. honest. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's working with now the likes of Luke Watkins. He seems to have a relatively good stable, but mm. I mean, kind of that top top level. Top level. Yeah. No, but McGuigan, I think he definitely was a good trainer for him. Um, I think you could see there was that they seemed to get on as well. Um, so I think that always helps. But yeah, I think. McGuigan and Groves were a good combination. So Groves, for me, again, he's called it at the right time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just moving on to uh, some news. I don't know if I just say this. Um, Joshua and that offer from Hearn. Yeah. Um, what do you make of that? Uh, uh, so Joshua's and Hearn's offer to Miller. I mean, it's kind of a, a safety choice, isn't it, really? Mm. Um, trying to expand AJ's brand in America. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the American fans seem to be captivated by what's going on in the UK, so... Mm. I mean, I think if he's looking for a, a 22,000 seater at MSG, um, be a good way to introduce himself. Dangerous fight. Miller's, you know, he's got a good engine. Um, he's, his shot output, his volume of shots, uh, his engine, and uh, yeah, just he's, he's got credentials to be a major player and cause some trouble. Um, whether the weight, if he's got, he's carrying a bit too much weight, yeah. maybe that might be a impediment to him fighting it's a cheeseburger diet so he says right yeah. so for me um yeah i'm not i'm not sure i mean we've had miller on the show i like him um i think he's he's a, he's an interesting uh character i'm not sure that he's gonna kind of set uh the heavyweight scene alight um he, you know i think with joshua i think joshua is is a good heavyweight he's a, he is the best he's top two no doubt um i think the problem is with the lack of let's say dangerous fights that he's facing People just always question his chin in the sense of they just think, well, Miller can't beat him, but he might have a puncher's chance. Yeah. Okay, heavyweights, we know that probably runs truer than most. But for me, I don't see Miller really causing him any issues. If Where I think the danger for Joshua really is coming, will come, sorry, is um, is that is the reputation. Because I just feel, you know, let's say Miller comes out and says, oh, they don't want to fight. They offered me a low offer. You're going to have... Four fighters essentially saying that, and that's the comp coming out and saying, "Listen, Joshua doesn't want to play ball. Joshua is offering peanuts, knowing that you're going to say no." So um, it's going to be interesting um, to see how that how that plays out. Um, but yeah, for me, I think White deserves it more than than Miller. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that are, guys. Yeah, my no, most... I think White deserves it more than Miller. Mm. Miller as well, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, kind of a bit frustrating to see White. I mean, he's fought. I think was it seven, eight, WBC, mm. uh, like. Oh, he's got yeah, he's fought a few fights. 
Um, so yeah, Mark, it's obviously politics gets involved. He's got the silver belts. Silver belts, international, <laughs> intercontinental, all the alphabet. But yeah, exactly. It doesn't seem to break it in the uh, in terms of sh- uh, title shot, which is obviously for him personally. Um, I think now he's he's had those risky and uh, you know kind of they dictated where he's put himself now into the yeah. the top five of the the heavyweight landscape. So. I mean, what's your, what's I mean? There's always you see, talk about the heavyweight division. There's always one thing that crops up. Uh, politics is always kind of yeah, a barrier. Definitely politics. Um, I don't know. I've seen a lot of interesting things on social as well, involving Dylan White as well. So yeah, who knows? He's got his own now uh, YouTube channel. I yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Adam, um, yeah. So before 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 we kick off, um, you want to shout out your social media and let people know fans boxers how they can get in contact with you guys um, especially if they're looking to work with you on a on a boxing perspective yeah, at combo underscore cn1 or drop us an email at info at combo nation pro.co.uk nice 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 and obviously you mentioned somebody else um uh caesar uh somebody that you work with so how yeah. do you guys work together like what's do you want to can you talk about the roles per se. So I, I, I'll focus more on boxing, the boxing side of things, and mm. Caesar's more marketing, mm. marketing and how um, we can make things improve basically within the the business. Yeah, and then I'll just focus more on the boxing aspect of things. Nice, what's nice. going on in and around the scene? Good, good, good. No, definitely. So, guys out that you, that are out there, uh, make sure you check out the Instagram page. Uh, get your videos and tag them. Uh, they, their Combo Nation team definitely on the lookout for for the right talent uh, with the right dedication. Um, looking forward to seeing what you guys are doing as well over the next couple of months. Um, but don't forget us, bro. As well, when you start making those billions, don't forget about us. You know, <laughs> we, always, we, need, we need the endorsements. You know, we've, <laughs> we've always brought you on the platform, so <laughs> yeah, so always so always give us the the, the respect. Um, so also this weekend we've got Kovalev taking on uh, Alvarez. Oh, so sorry, Alvarez taking on. Kovalev for the rematch um, for the light heavyweight uh, belt. Um, how do you see that one going, Tom? Yeah, it's a good fight. Um, n- like another thing kind of is Kovalev at the end of his career now. Mm. Um, Alvarez is obviously serious threat, uh, young, fresh, um, and showed in the first fight that he's more than capable of uh, mixing it um, with that ferocity mm. and uh, intensity in the light heavyweight division. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably have to edge towards... Uh, Alvarez mm. uh, I didn't watch the first fight so I'm not really too sure mm. what the uh, kind of how that played out but mm-hmm. yeah no, I think there's always kind of an ending to a crown um, mm-hmm. every dog has its day mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I'm probably going to edge towards Alvarez on this one yeah I think for me um, watching the first one Alvarez had the beating of uh, Kovalev um, he came in he was just sharper in all departments um, can I see anything different um, I would say no um, obviously you know a lot of these Cuban Latino fighters they're, they're skilled set is very high, um, something that I think most people would say Kovalev's isn't. Um, I think we know Kovalev's a puncher. Um, if we think now, this is two years on since the Ward rematch where he got stopped and stamina issues were apparent. So I think, you know, potentially uh, we're going to see additional stamina issues come out here. Um, all kind of a bit murky with in terms of the trainers and stuff. I know he's working with the Russian guy um, that were around when John James was there. Um, but yeah, um, yeah for me... Um, 
I can't see Kovalev getting a victory here. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting because should he lose, um, which I believe he will do, um, where does he go from there? Does he become the gatekeeper? You look at the UK guys, you look talking about your Yards, your Bwatsis, uh, your Burtons, you know, would they ever step up and chase uh, and, and face a Kovalev uh, to get their acid test that you've been saying? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's an interesting division that light heavyweight with Bivol and, and the rest. And I can see that happening with Anthony Yard fighting Kovalev. You saw, I mean, there's numerous examples in the past. You've seen Josh Taylor. He had his uh, acid test against Victor Postal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kovalev's fought in the UK before, mm-hmm. uh, beat cleverly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past me. Um, would Anthony Yard get a lot more credit for fighting a Kovalev when he's had been offered world title shots with uh, Baturbiev and Kovalev when nah. he was in... Not, he, yeah. he wouldn't. He wouldn't get credit. Nah. I mean, I like Yard, but he's not going to get credit for facing uh, Kovalev, facing off two defeats. Yeah. As opposed to when he was calling him out when he's champion, champion, and then the other champions are calling him out. Yeah, if he doesn't, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think because with Yard again, he, I like him, but I just think at that there's so many, there's so many sort of skillful and strong players in that light heavyweight. It's going to be very tough. I mean, even Boatsy, I don't know. I don't see, is it worth him having a world title fight this year? I would say no. Yeah. I think you need to build him a little bit. I think he's skillful yeah, and good, but... I would say build him. You know? Worst way is at the end of the year, but yeah. Yeah. build him a bit more. Even end of the year is quite close because I don't think he's out. He just was, he was on the, um, the Dylan White uh, Shizora card. Um... So yeah, even so yeah, I mean, but they're good. They're good fighters. Um, and in terms of talent, I mean, obviously, I don't know if you can give us any exclusive. But are you looking at any talent in the UK? Anybody that you feels good, a good fighter, and would be an interesting match with what you guys are trying to build? Yeah, definitely. There's there's two that there's two that they're interested in mm-hmm. that um we're in talks with. Okay. Obviously, I'm not, I can't reveal, I can't <laughs> any, any weight divisions you can kind of give us a hint at, or? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it will still take us a while to narrow it down. Yeah. But yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah, you'll see soon, though. Yeah, you'll see. But soon. you got two you'll guys that you're working potentially. Yeah, there's two that they're definitely interested in. That, um, their contracts will probably even be sent out. Um, this week nice one's been sent out already funny mm. enough one more another one will be sent out so yeah and just uh, kind of one final kind of question to close the kind of um, your introduction to the American Shores uh, for the for the company particularly what would you think is the most important kind of objective is it to excel the brand uh, globally get these uh, fighters and this talent or is it actually to pick up the, the best uh, fighters the most talented fighters and kind of raise their profile and uh make sure that they're well-equipped for when they do step up yeah, and fight. I think definitely it's about picking up the best of talent and, and stuff like that. Because, um, like, Kojo rang me before and asked me, oh, how do you feel in that? And uh, it's a good move, but mm. it's a move you have to be very careful about because they've built up a, a, fab, a fantastic brand, do you mm. know what I mean? So the about billions Europe move to put that in my hands is pressure, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to keep the brand going and keep up that reputation do you know what I'm saying so it's, it's, it comes down to being careful about things you post being careful about things you say yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah there's, a, there's in terms of boxing wise yeah the talent has to match up with the standards that they've been around and yeah. what they're doing so yeah, it's not just going to be in the UK. Like I said, they've already set up about billions Europe. Yeah. 
before I even got in there. So the plan yeah. has already been in the works. Yeah. Even before I even knew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And how is it working? Like, have they said anything about like potential opportunities to get fighters fighting in the US, setting yeah, up squads so, in the UK? Yeah, like, like briefly on like a contract, for example, can still fight in the UK, and the fighters promised three fights okay. a year in the US. So, and those three fights would be on a Broner card, the undercard of a Broner fight, Travante Davis fight, Robert Eastler fight, who else? Maybe even Errol Spence. Like I said, the relationship that they have is very strong. Yeah, and there's a lot of great opportunity, right? Yeah, there's a lot of pull there as well. I mean, you saw uh, Mayweather come over to the UK when he was self um, co-promoting the event with um, Walsh uh, for the for the for the Gavonta Davis. Yeah, world title. So I mean, uh, is that kind of the format you guys are trying to emulate? Is get that pull Um, factor and uh, do set up these shows? No, definitely, kind of, definitely, like. um, yeah, got good. We got a good relationship with ITV as it is from the beginning, from when ITV started. Like I said, the vision's just been seen from ages ago. So yeah, ITV was. Uh, if if you really look into and read about broadcasting, ITV is a big board. They're big broadcasters. Massive, massive households. So we've got a good relationship with them from their first show. I think it was uh, Quinlan and Eubank. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the relationships carried on going from there. Chris has been on every single one of their shows that they've had over here. So, um, so that's helped us to work closely with them. Al Heyman's gone and done the deal with ITV. Um, PBC, Al Heyman's also like a mentor. Yeah. So Ravon, 60-40, about billions a year. So and Leonard Ellaby. So like I say, the circles are they're, they're so close, and the plugins is, is, is massive. Yeah, man. <laughs> the networking circles it's a lot now. So yeah, yeah, man. Things are things are good. Things are good. It's just about like like he said earlier when they come over, get the hat going, you know. Yeah, plotting, plotting that from there. Yeah, man. Right now. Right now, like even the people say, "Oh, why are you not all that hyped up about it?" And like, it's like, well, you have to. It's a business, isn't it? Stepping yeah. stone, isn't it? Take time, otherwise you will crash in it. Yeah, <laughs> plant, crash in plant, it. plant the seed and let it flourish. Yeah, sort of thing. So it's yeah. just take time and let things, yeah, things will take its toll, isn't it? Yeah, but now it's been a been a pleasure having you in, uh, getting your insight, and also a massive fan, I presume, of uh, boxing in general, sir. So. Yeah, no, like I said, thanks for having me again, as always. So yeah. No, definitely appreciate that. Um, so, guys, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, some last words. Yeah, um, I think just yeah, just keep kind of tuning in. Uh, we're looking to obviously provide the the number one content for uh, British boxing. Um, and yeah, man, global boxing, global boxing. Yeah, but obviously, <laughs> like this uh, this young man said, you Step know, stones. stepping stones. Step yeah, stones, exactly. So yeah, man, uh, just keep tuning in. Instagram uh, at Raps on TV. Uh, Facebook, keep expanding the uh, the subscribers and the uh, the content, and uh, yeah, just keep supporting the movement. And yeah, Coach, I'll let you have the the final word. Yeah, no, um, thanks again for everyone supporting in. Uh, thanks, Combination, for coming down today. Um, really appreciate getting some in- in- insights into this deal. Um, all the best 
Um, I've seen what you've done with Congo and Chamberlain, so I'm sure you're going to make good work of this and you're going to give it your best shot. So, like I said, it's a great opportunity. A little bit of pressure, but hey, pressure bust pipes and everyone needs definitely. everyone needs pressure to succeed in life. Yeah, so, um, respect for that. So, listen, guys, we're going to be out. Um, but as per usual, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and uh, YouTube, Raps on TV. And we're out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.